Hey folks, it's Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Hope you're having a great day today. It's uh, raining here. Not surprisingly, as we are solidly in fall now, making our way slowly and steadily towards winter. So I was reading an absolutely fascinating book uh, called Alchemy, talking about how there are the logical processes which we run the world, kind of logical thinking about things, but that not everything can be solved with this logical way of thinking. And so he's talking about the intuitive way to deal with issues and problems. Anyway, one of the things that he referenced in the book, which absolutely caught my attention, was about, why, possibly here, why we get sicker in the winter. Why are colds and flus so much of a problem during the winter and not so much during spring and summer. And listen, I don't think there is one single reason. There's a lot of reasons that have been put out there. Everything from vitamin D levels, obviously being overall lower in the winter to more crowding, with it being colder and darker. A lot of us are indoors more around more people during the winter. And that certainly makes transmission of these viruses like colds and flus much easier for people. One other one that I'd heard, which was very interesting, was that drier air is more conducive to spreading these uh, these germs because they can get through the air from person to person easier. And that when there's more moisture or dampness in the air, they actually get trapped in those little water molecules and brought down to earth, making it much harder for them to transmit between person to person. The other, of course, is that the inside of our nasal passages and our, our breathing tubes, right, our airways, are much more vulnerable when they're dried out. So one little hack that you can use that's shown some effectiveness is to run a humidifier uh, during the winter, by putting more water into the air, uh, we can make it easier, you know, we can make it harder for the transmission of these things, easier for us to resist. Now, in a normal humidifier, don't put essential oils. Most of them are going to warn you against it because the essential oils can actually eat away at some of the plastic. And uh, I can raise my hand here. I've ruined a uh, humidifier by not paying attention and putting some essential oils in to help when one of my kids had a cold and just like it said, destroyed the humidifier, had to get a new one. So there are, of course, diffusers that you can run to put essential oils out there and that can be another great option. But to bring it all back, what they talked about in the book was studies were done on some rodents that showed that their ability to fight off infections was directly proportional to the amount of light above their cages. That is, when there was more light or less light, when there was more light, uh, they did much better. When there was less light, they did worse. And the theory here is that our bodies get subconscious cues as to what's going on. So here's the theory. Running the immune system is expensive for the body. It takes up a lot of calories. It takes up a lot of nutrients to run the immune system effectively. Now, ancestrally, as animals and then as early humans, food was always in doubt. The next famine or starvation was around the corner, and you couldn't just waste calories and expect to make it, which was why, you know, the idea of exercise was absolutely insane and why we have 
the in why we have this inborn gluttony when there's food eat as much of it as possible and sloth when you don't have to move don't of course we're in a very different situation nowadays but one of the theories here which i find incredibly fascinating is that our bodies take cue on the light levels and the temperature after all ancestrally spring and summer are much more times of food availability than our fall and winter. There's a lot less around, and it's much harder to catch during those times. So ancestrally, we'd have a lot more calories available to us during spring and summer when there's a lot more light and it's warmer than we would in the winter. So one theory here, which I find we can, again, I don't think there's any one of these, I think we can mix them all together, is that during the summer, one of the reasons that we don't get sick as much is because our body is getting the signal that there's a lot more calories available. It's signaling the immune system to be a lot more active than in the winter, even though we have plenty of food to eat, most of us do, thankfully, our body is still getting the signal that it's time to conserve. It's not pumping the resources into the immune system, leaving us much more vulnerable to getting sick. And again, we can say maybe vitamin D levels are falling during the winter. We're not getting the other immune stimulating effects of more sunshine. We're more crowded in with other people. And the drier air is facilitating the ease with which we can catch infections. And no doubt there's probably other reasons that we haven't discovered as well. So no huge practical pieces here other than running a humidifier can be a great little tool that most people have not heard about as always eating well, getting enough sleep, managing our stress and exercise are fundamental pieces as well as a strong sense of community to stay healthy year round, no matter else what else is going on. And of course, there are herbs and nutrients that can similarly help the immune system to stay strong. I always love discovering new pieces and understandings of what's going on, and I hope you do too. So speaking of discovering new pieces and understandings, have you checked out my book, The Clear Path to Health? If you haven't, you can get it on the website, all you need to do is go to www.aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book, and you can get it there. Inside, I've distilled more than 10 years of clinical practice into the principles that keep us healthy or that make us sick. So it's not so much focused on the minutia about just how many carbs should you eat, or should you take this specific brand of probiotics or that specific brand of probiotics. Listen, the number one complaint from people that we work with is that they are confused. There is a fire hose of information out there in terms of the internet, and most people are telling you to do this thing or not do that thing, while the next person is saying, no, don't do that thing, do this other thing. And most people end up confused. They often throw up their hands and just give up because they don't know what to do. This book is specifically written to give you the principles so you can understand what makes you healthy and what makes you sick. And knowing those principles, you can look at websites, other books, blogs, videos, podcasts, and you can at least have a good idea of whether what the person is saying makes sense 
and it's worth looking into or trying or whether it sounds bogus and you're better off not wasting your time, money, or energy on it. All you need to do again to grab the book is go to aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book and pick it up. All right, folks, that's all for me today. So until next time, take care.